Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Ryan McGee, would you please introduce the 83rd episode of the Super Mega Podcast? Go. Hey guys, it's the 83rd episode of the Super Mega Podcast, also known specifically as the Super Mega Cast. That's an AKA for you. I got Matt Watson over here on my left. What's going on, Matt? You know, it's uh, you know, it's really not too much today. I'm just sitting on this couch, uh, just you know, minding my own beeswax, man. Just really, just taking it easy. Just uh, you know, I got some chapstick on my lips. It's good chapstick, man. I can't get enough of this stuff, dude. I got some beeswax out of my ears this morning, and apparently, you're not even supposed to use those fucking Q-tips to clean out your ears. Yeah, on the on actually, like on the something. Q-tips packaging, it says, "Do not insert these into your ear." It's like it's there. How do I clean enough. my ears? That's that's. I mean, that's the thing is it's like, you know, when you think of a Q-tip, like the number one thing you think of is like, oh, I'll use it to clean my ears. Everyone, You're not supposed to. Everyone uses it for that. Why don't you just get like, like, why don't you just shoot yourself in the ear with a pressure washer? Just like Ooh. stick the nozzle in your ear and then just like one quick, just like. By the way, that would kill or completely damage someone's face if anyone was actually. That going, would. Oh, I'm going to prank someone with a pressure washer. Don't prank someone with a pressure washer. That that's would, fucked up. That would kill them. You'll probably. go to jail. You you will go to jail. You could kill someone with a pressure washer. Easy. Like, oh yeah. Like if I if I was pressure washing my back deck, and I moved the the stream of water over my bare foot, that would split the skin open. And oh yeah. Be blood. Like it would be disgusting. Like if I shot you in the face with a pressure washer, I would blind you for for life. Like you that, would fuck up my face too. Yeah. Like like that would be that would not be fun for you, and then no. that wouldn't be fun for me because you'd probably press extreme charges. I'd have to pay a lot of uh, a lot of damages to you. Well, I lot, think at that money. at that. Point, I couldn't just be like, I'm not going to press charges and you could get away. I feel like that is a crime that they have to at least go after in public court, right? Well, what I'd probably have to do is as soon as I realize you're going to do that, I'd probably just have to be like, well, I better uh, make sure he can't. So I'd have to continue with the pressure washer until you're dead. But then you just then it's murder. And there's so much evidence. Do you think I could like do you think if I took the pressure washer at the top of your head, I could like basically shave your head with a pressure washer like remove all of your hair you would be removing the skin but you could like tie my hair up right here and then go oh and cut it off that's 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 a cheap way to get a haircut use a pressure washer don't ever do that though well we could try i mean your hair you don't have nerves in your hair so like that wouldn't hurt you have you have nerves in your scalp yeah but i would make i would miss the scalp i'd only hit the hair like you like you tie the hair up and you like you hold it up so i i clean cut the hair with the pressure washer okay Speaking of, uh, speaking of hair, hair loss isn't just your two-time felony convicted father's problem. It happens earlier in life than you think. By 35, two out of three men will start losing their hair, and that's no fun. But guess what? Hair loss is actually easy to prevent, if you get started early. Introducing Keeps, a new company offering a simple, clinically proven, affordable way to stop hair loss. Did you say clinically proven? 
I said clinically proven. Wait, hold on. CL. Yeah. Fellas, Keeps is the easiest way to keep your hair. It offers the only two FDA-approved hair loss products clinically proven to keep that beautiful, sexy hair that you got on that sweet little head of yours. Oh, whoa, Matt. Did you say clinically proven? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did, actually. Okay. Now let's get personal. My stepdad is going bald. That's not a bad thing, but he does want to feel youthful again. And using Keeps has changed the way he's seen himself for the better. And ever since he started using Keeps, he's been attracting so many women that just aren't my mom. She's not too happy about that, actually. No? You can sign up online in just five minutes, and it's half of what you'd pay at a pharmacy. It's so easy to get started. You just need to answer a few simple questions and snap some photos of that uh, diddly head of yours. <laughs> a licensed doctor remotely reviews your info and gives you the right prescription, all without ever leaving the couch. And I don't like leaving the couch, Ryan, so that sounds pretty good to me. Within two to three days, a three-month supply of your treatment will arrive perfectly packaged at your door. Wow! Did you say clinically proven? Uh, no. Stop hair loss today the easy way with Keeps, offering customized treatment plans with only FDA-approved hair loss products for about $1 a day. And that's pretty cheap to keep that nice hair of yours. To receive your first month of treatment for free, go to Keeps.com slash Supermega. That's a free month of treatment at Keeps.com slash Supermega. Keeps. Hair today, hair tomorrow. Man, but like, back to pressure washers. Mm -hmm. they're, one of the most satisfying things is just watching videos of people like pressure washing. Or doing it yourself. Have oh, you that ever pressure so much washed fun. your driveway. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. When I was uh, when I was a youngin, um, I thought I was real funny. Uh, I had a pressure washer out in my driveway, and I was like, oh, I'm, "I'm gonna draw a penis," because I was a teenage boy. Did you draw a penis? So I pressure washed a penis into the driveway, and uh, believe it or not, it stayed that way. So <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't just pressure wash more. No, I only. <laughs> I kind of just like did you just pressure wash the whole. So for like a couple months, there was a penis in the driveway, and I don't you even did, know if my parents noticed. Your parents were just that shows the state of your parents. Just like oh, I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, like, I, a, I don't think a penis they noticed for a driveway now. It wasn't like right, like like you, you wouldn't notice it right when you pull in the driveway. It's near like the back of the driveway, but there was definitely was there like, a little penis or was it a pretty big? It penis? was a pretty big penis. Okay, it was it was a noticeable penis. It was formidable, and it was it was there. It was girthy. It was girthy. Well, it was it wasn't. Proportionally, no. Do you remember this penis specifically? Like, you can go back and yeah. imagine like this I can, pressure I can wash see penis it. in your driveway? I can see the pressure wash penis in my driveway, like, okay. very clearly. It, it, it was basically like when a teenage boy draws a penis, that's exactly what it looks like. Like, yeah. you can picture that in your head, because you were a teenage boy and you drew penises. I drew penises so much. Like like the kid from Superbad. Yes. Just like that. So, uh, you just picture that, that's pretty much what it was. Just a... That's a great prank, man. Get a pressure washer. It's such a harmless prank. Go around a neighborhood, pressure wash penises into everyone's driveway. Well, when I was a kid on one of my friend's, like, uh, Spanish homeworks and shit that he had to turn in, I would sometimes take a pen and draw a penis on his homework. <laughs> so he had to work really hard to scratch it away or make it look like something else before the teacher came and picked up the homework. And it was great. I'm imagining this, this <laughs> caused him, like, actual distress and he wasn't even your friend. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> no! He's like scratching it out. <laughs> oh my god! I remember I uh, there was this kid um I knew uh that like he was my friend, but I always messed with him. And um, <laughs> he drew he drew like, is that our way of getting away with these things? They're our friends. Yeah, we were friends. That's like my way of being like, yeah, I used to bully this kid, but like <laughs> sound better about it. No, um, when you think about it, every bully would say there's like. Yeah, I had this funny little friend back in high school. Used to mess with him. At the, you know, we, we were friends. But, like, in reality, it's like, yeah, I used to bully the shit out of this <laughs> yeah. kid. He hated me. Um, no, but we actually were friends. Um, but he he drew a, uh, I think he wrote, like, like a swear word on my on my science paper once while we were in class. It was, like, like grade seven. So I was, like, I was like, I'm telling on you just to, like, mess with him. So I got up and I went to the teacher with my paper. And but then I just asked her some, like, question like like what time is uh like like which period do we have lunch oh today? i had like, people do that i had people do that where it's like are they actually good? there was that moment when you were younger where that was a thing where it's like is this person actually gonna tell on me or are they just doing it to fuck with me and you'd have to wait there and agonize and just you're like, like are they gonna do it are they gonna fuck are they really me? gonna do it i know i know so i, I went know. up and like i of course i didn't actually tell on them but then i went and i sat back down i was like i was like she wants to see you and, oh and, and, and bring this bring this with you. And How I gave old him the paper. You? I was in seventh grade. <laughs> seventh grade. And uh and, God, and he, if you lived in London, you'd be a little pickpocket. I know, I know. <laughs> he so he go he goes up to the desk and he takes my paper and he hands it to her. To... And she's like, 
I, I see him. She gives him this look, and he looks disappointed. He comes back down. And he's like, "Well, I got lunch detention. <laughs> Thanks for telling on me." And I was like, "I didn't tell on you. Told on yourself." And he oh got God. lunch detention. Matt, did you? You didn't stop him from telling on no, himself. No, it was funny. He, it was funny. It was funny, dude. His dad's probably just like, "My son, <laughs> my delinquent are, son. Are you attracted to this, son?" <laughs> Are you attracted to this, huh? Dude, I used to draw rocket Buster. chips. I used to draw rocket chips, and my mom, I remember my mom was like, well, there's gotta be some Freudian thing there. I'm like, mom, what are you talking about? I, I'm, I'm yeah, in middle school. That one, I just too. like drawing rocket ships. And she was like, That's, it's, it's some Freudian thing. That, of course you're drawing these projectiles. I'm like, mom, what are, you, are you saying that I'm gay because I'm drawing rocket well, ships? Well, she's also saying she's proud because she recognizes these things. And she's like, my son is growing up the way fr- the uh, the Freudian way. You know, Freud, uh, Sigmund Freud loved cocaine so much that he would give it as gifts to people, as to friends and stuff. He would Can't, just give them cocaine. You don't get gifts. You don't get gifts like that these days. I know. Like, like when I have, like, let's say um, I'm married and my wife's about to deliver the a pop. baby, and she's, we, yeah, and she's about to burst. She's about to burst, and like. We're having a baby shower. I don't want you to bring like pacifiers and shit. Bring me some, bring some Coke, man. Like that's yeah. a good gift. Like that's a gift I will have fun with. Like seriously, you like I'm having a birthday party. Don't bring me some bullshit gift card to Target. I want cocaine. Just bring a little line of Coke and then you go, Ryan, blow out your candles and I'll go. And then it'll be perfect. I'll, you got to find some situation to sneak it in there. It can't just be doing a line of cocaine in the middle of the room. Or you could sprinkle the cocaine on the cake and eat it. Can you eat cocaine and get high? I, I know. You can, don't like, people like... You can rub it on your gums. Yeah. But I don't know if you can... Are we just giving people directions on how to like different ways to use cocaine I've never this done podcast? coke. This is just what I've learned from the big movies. You can you can put some cocaine on your gums and be like, oh, all right, now I'm high on cocaine. I don't know. Like, so I, Matt didn't deny anything there, folks. I, are I, you I, a coke addict? I, no, I'm not a coke addict. Is, is this like... You're done with alcohol on the coke type of thing. I've progressed, man. <laughs> I've graduated from alcohol. I'm moving on to onto the onto the big boy. Onto stuff. the good stuff. Who cares if it, you know, increases your chance of a heart attack by like two hundred fifty percent? That might be fake news, folks. Who knows? No, that's true. There's so, facts for every point for like every stance now, quote unquote facts, facts and actual yeah. facts. There's there so it's like real facts and. Uh, What's that phrase that Kellyanne Conway said? Alternative facts. Yeah. She came up with some good shit, though. She did, man. What was that fake shooting she also came up oh, with? Oh, the Bowling Green Massacre? Yeah, the Bowling Green <laughs> Massacre. <laughs> and they're like, what? what are you talking about? That never happened. Um, well, and they never, like, deny, they, they never admit that they were wrong. They just kind of, like, move on. And then it's never brought up again. <laughs> Bowling Green Massacre. Bowling Green Massacre. Oh, man, we need a moment of silence for the victims of the Bowling Green Massacre. Was that like a legitimate like there was like a bank robbery or something like what had like was there as far as nothing? I know there was literally nothing there was no mat like I think Bowling Green is she, a place did she accidentally say just the Bowling Green and she meant like another no like she I I think she just came up with some bullshit I and mean, then they called her on it and she was like <laughs> she threw up on on CNN <laughs> honestly that's a great way to get out of like a situation like just vomit because it, oh. it, it de- well lying too but it just derails everything like if I'm on CNN and they catch me in, in a lie I'm just gonna vomit I'm just gonna <laughs> hold on hold on one second I gotta I gotta show you something I gotta show you something Matt this might take like around a few minutes to find okay and so. then and then I'm gonna tell you a story about alternative facts I was just watching something last night and I thought you might like it half of a pumpkin pie and a can of spaghetti with meatballs but the meal wasn't perfect he requested spaghettios not spaghetti this inspired his famous last words i did not get my spaghettios i got spaghetti i want the press to know this that's that's a guy's that's a guy's last words so there's a prisoner and he requested this big ass last meal and he wanted spaghettios and he got spaghetti so his last words before death were i did not get my spaghettios i got spaghetti i want the press to know this Dude, I hope the New York Times like took that and Look ran with it. Look at that face. <laughs> That's a face of a man who's just just broken because he didn't get spaghettios. Honestly, I, dude, I'd I can be disappointed. Understand that? I can I'd understand. Be There's a huge difference between spaghettios and spaghetti. They are not the same thing. And like at one at one time you want spaghetti, and another time you want spaghettios. It's it's like the difference between steak and chicken. Completely two different meals. They're man. both meat. You know, but yeah. it's 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 a different world. Different, different, different ball game, man. Yeah, like like. I can't imagine even comparing SpaghettiOs and spaghetti, like, in the same category. Like, that's not the same shit. Yeah. Man, so, you know how there's, like, Chef Boyardee spaghetti, and then there's, like, real spaghetti? Yes. 
I there's not real spaghettios. There's like canned spaghettios. I want like gourmet, like like hundred and fifty dollar Italian restaurant spaghettios where how, like a chef prepares these. How do they make those loops with the pasta, dude? I don't know, man. That's like how how do they make those? Like, how does I, it's got to be some machine that I, like cuts them out into that shape? It's not like some guy at the spaghettios factory is like. <laughs> Like wiping sweat off his brow and like mo- like crafting these these perfect rings. He has like a envelope opener, meticulously stabbing at the pasta. <laughs> Just, they don't give him much. He's a he's he's a pasta maker. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Dude, that, like, that would suck. Imagine like your job is you have to make those rings at the SpaghettiOs factory. That'd be, I'm, I'm sure there's great benefits though, man. Get great health insurance working at the SpaghettiOs factory. It's like making, making iPhones. Except you're making SpaghettiOs. I'd rather make iPhones than SpaghettiOs. Like, like making SpaghettiOs would absolutely suck. Do you, think, do you think SpaghettiOs shares a factory with, like, Cheerios? And it's the same shit. Like, they just make those rings. I've been, like, one conveyor belt to, them to make pasta, SpaghettiOs. And there's wheat or whatever they make. Cereal. No, it's the same thing in the beginning, man. It just what? It's how they cook it. About? Dude, SpaghettiOs are just raw Cheerios before they bake them. They just put pasta sauce on them. Same, same shit. No. When you bake, when you take raw spaghettios and bake them, they're Cheerios. They're just hard pasta, <laughs> dude. You'll break your teeth on that shit. Oh, have you ever crunched down on some hard pasta before? Yeah, I have. Not fun. Not fun at all, man. You ever, uh, you ever, you ever just burn when you burn the roof of your mouth on cheese pizza? Yes. And it like ruins your day. It's one of those things. Like the moment, the moment it happens. You're like, my day is ruined because the rest of the day, like the rest of my day, that is going to be hurting. And even into tomorrow, it's going to it's going to hurt. This one time, one of my friends took a bite of pizza straight from the oven. Oh, God. And that's a brave thing to do. She screamed. (laughs) This was probably like in middle school. And the result was just a shit ton of just bubbly blisters around her mouth because the oil like burst onto her like lips and shit. That is like, like pizza, pizza can be considered a weapon. Dude, speaking of pizza, I'm going to tell you a little story Uh-oh. about Pizzagate. Uh-oh. And uh, the period, the the 20 minutes of time where I almost had a panic attack because I thought that I might believe in Pizzagate. There's a bunch of people that just let out a side go, oh, we almost got him. He was almost on our side. Oh, God damn it. Uh I it was late one night. I was at a friend's house, and we were all uh we were ironically watching Pizzagate videos because we we're like, this is stupid as shit. Let's let's watch let's let's see what these videos are about. And like we're watching this one Pizzagate video that's like explaining it, and we're like, this is so this is so stupid. And then like the the person's like, but the most damning piece of evidence might be this. And then they started going over like, like it's it's Hillary. It's a photo of Hillary Clinton at an auction where there's a bunch of children chained to the floor. Right, and she and she has a shirt that says Pizzagate on the shirt. Yeah, fuck, that and is I was damning. Like, Shit, evidence. that is pretty damning. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but but like they like listed this like little piece of like quote unquote evidence 
And I just remember I was like, oh shit, that makes sense. And like my friends, like all we all were all looking around the room, just yeah, like, like wide eyed, just we were, we were like, fuck, dude, I was like, like swallowing, like pulling like, at your shirt necks, <laughs> <laughs> like tugging my car, like uh, shirt necks, <laughs> shirt necks. <laughs> Oh, that's my, another my, one of those. My shirt neck's a little tight. <laughs> my shirt neck's a little tight. No, but like me and my Dude, friends my are shirt, all, my shirk. What type of shirt is that? A t-shirt or is that a shirt neck shirt? <laughs> like we're all looking around the room, like, oh shit, dude, that's a uh, that makes sense. And I just remember thinking, like, no, man, I can't believe in pizza. Dude. No, <laughs> I no, can't this be is one of those guys. This is asinine. This can't be real. But it was making so much sense when I was watching. I was like, fuck, dude. And, and, like, we stopped the video, and, like, we turned it off, and, and there was kind of, like, silence around the room, and, and we just were like, guys, we'll never talk about this, ever. Never bring this up. We're never talking about this again. And then, like, 20 minutes passed, and we were, like, doing something else. My friend was just like, guys, I can't get this off my mind. <laughs> like, like, do we believe in Pizzagate now? We all looking shit up, like, come on, we gotta check this. Yeah, so facts. we start, we were like, we gotta fact check this. So, so we dug deeper, and then um, we realized that the way the video had presented the uh, evidence was they left out something very important yeah. uh, which completely debunked it so then i let out a huge sigh of relief and i was like okay pizza gate's not real which is exactly what a documentary did on netflix with uh not steve mcqueen what's his name Lightning steve McQueen. avery <laughs> steven avery yeah steven avery the making a murderer guy yeah i'm like poor dude at certain points and then at other points i'm like wait a second he threw a cat into a bonfire. dude that's what always got me because he's like like in the documentary, they're like Stephen Avery when he like when he was a teenager, he threw a cat into a bonfire as a joke, and he's like, I was, I, I, I was yeah, I was a, I was a, I was young, I did stupid things. It's like I was young too. I didn't, <laughs> that's not that's not like there's a difference between being like when when you think of being young and doing stupid things. Usually, that's like you know you get drunk when you're 16 and do something stupid or you like smoke pot or something. Yeah, like or or you know you like you take your dad's car for Just a joyride. Pot was stupid, man. No, I'm saying I'm saying like when you're young, I'm furrowing my brow, boys. I'm not saying smoking pot's stupid. What I'm saying though is like it's like I was young and dumb at the time. You know, you skipped school, you played you played hooky. If like you, if you ever make fun of pot again, I will bring down the California legislature I'm on sorry. your ass. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I won't do it. I'm wiping away a tear now. I, I wasn't just, making I just fun of pot. Just got a little pot. scared of people I'm, taking away my pot. I wasn't rights. making fun of pot, Ryan. I just need my pot rights, dude. Jeff Session might he might come in and Jeff Sessions might come in and sweep those away from me. Why don't they name it pot rights? <laughs> I need my pot rights. It's the most imp- important uh, category of civil rights. <laughs> my pot, pot rights. rights. <laughs> but like, um, yeah, he threw a cat into a fire and then was like, "Well, I was I was young and stupid." It's like. No, dude. There's a like that's that's just like psychopath. You were just a psychopathic young asshole. Like that's not being and they, being. They, they took a bunch of evidence. Also, like they they omitted certain evidence. It's like I don't know if you look up the case separately online than from what you see in the documentary. It paints a it paints a different picture. Yeah, there was something that he had like called her like forty times in one day or something. Yeah, You're like it's just weird. A, just a bunch. Like he like they're. I'm pretty certain he killed her. Yeah, like the thing is with a lot of those. Um, conspiracy videos on youtube or even going up to a documentary on netflix it'll be like they'll have you think it's this person because of this circumstantial evidence tied to something or they'll try to mislead you in some way and it's super believable and all of a sudden you look up online that there's actual video evidence of the act of the legitimate suspect shooting the person in the head and it's like oh they just forgot to show this footage and it's like hey this person legitimately did kill someone no, I, like when i watched that wasn't the stephen avery case i'm just yeah there was wasn't an footage of him as killing like, her but yeah <laughs> I think that uh, you and I watched Making a Murderer together on Netflix. Yes, yes. And I remember that I was really into it. And at the time, I was like, oh, he's innocent. Like, the police are, like, they definitely framed him. But, like, when you read the the evidence that they didn't include, you're kind of like, oh, okay, no, he probably did kill her. I think the the story that I guess should be more taken from that whole documentary series is not that an innocent man was... It's, it's just... Sh- Sketchy shit was on both sides. Yeah, I like think that he he did wrong fucked. shit, but the police fucked up too. Mm. I can't remember if I watched the last episode or not. Did we ever watch the last episode? I think I just remembered after. Like, who knows? Maybe the documentary portrayed it better, but it just seemed like it was very sympathetic at times to Stephen Avery. Avery. Yeah, I I think that in that case, I think he did kill her. But I also think that the police were really like corrupt in the case. They, so it's they didn't like, have a way to prove it. They knew it, and so they uh, they did some stuff. Yeah, that was pretty shitty. 
and that you should that you wouldn't expect or shouldn't expect law enforcement to do I feel to like get a conviction. I feel like small town police can be like almost more corrupt than like big city police. Dude, I've been watching these uh I've been watching more of the confession tape shit. There's like there was a case in Charleston, South Carolina. My hometown, baby. Yeah. It was interesting. I'm I'm on like the fifth episode right now. Which it, it's all about like people who were coerced to give a guilty plea and then turn out to be innocent or sometimes yeah, it's up to you to decide. I think you're like, talking about on the last podcast. Yeah. Those are the first two episodes. It was hard to get through because it's like I got a little emotional cuz like fuck cuz you put yourselves in the sh- you put yourself in the shoes of like some of these people and you're like I could not imagine my whole life. And like hearing them say, "Yeah, you know, it was shocking for the first 3 years, but then you just settle into it and this is your life now." Yeah, I feel like if I went to prison like the first few years would just be like hell and then after that you'd just come to like terms with this it. This is my life now. Be like I'm in Even prison. though I didn't do shit, there's nothing I can do type yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like you just kind of you're powerless. You're just like, "Fuck, well." <laughs> yeah. Here I am in prison. But yeah, I'm still watching that. I binged watched through Glow on Netflix. Is that the it's show like about the female what? wrestlers or whatever? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's the same people who did Orange Is the New Black, and it's like, it was nice to binge, but it's not something I'd I'd recommend. I guess. Yeah. It's 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 just another show. I don't know. It's nothing, nothing that nothing struck special. me as. It's nothing that I'm gonna be like. You have to watch Glow. Like I'm, I don't know. I can just. There's a lot of things wrong with it. There's a lot of entertaining aspects to it, I guess, but there's also just a lot which is ripped from other material straight, like, straight out, and it's really distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, it's this isn't that original, really. It's just like, but, it's just a, another show. But hey, I ended up binging it, because what else do you do when you have a ton of food and you mow the lawn? Hey, man. I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I used to love mowing the lawn. Yeah, that's not a euphemism for smoking pot. Okay, that's I actually used to love mowing the lawn. Okay, like yeah, I yeah. like I loved, like it, it's satisfying, man. It's like it's like a Zen thing. Some days I was I was, it was like that for me. But a but a lot of the times it would be, the lawnmower would get dog shit in it. And plus, no. it wasn't just like a left and right pattern that you would usually have to do. Like we had to, I had to go around trees. Dude, I had an intricate yard. Like, like you know, shape. you have to like plan it out beforehand because you got to make the yard look nice. Yeah, if you if you're just going left and right, like I mean, if you're just like going zigzags, like you're, yeah. you're gonna leave some grass, man. What I would do is I would start with like trees or other things, and I would do circles around them, and then I would go left for, through right. Yeah. Um, so it would leave space so I wouldn't have to hit the trees going up and down. I I break it down into like squares. Yeah. So I'd like. If there was like a, a wavy area, it's like, okay, I'll do that, but then I'll leave a big square in the middle of the yard so then I can satisfyingly, yeah. you know, shave that square down. It was very fun. Like, uh, I, I, I would, anyone out there who needs their, their lawn mowed, I don't have a lawn because I live in an apartment, but I would love to come mow your lawn for like $20. So if you want to throw me $20. Throw you 20 bones? Throw me, throw me 20 smackaroons, man, and I'll come, I'll come mow that lawn. Okay. It'll be fantastic. Like, it'll be the best. I haven't done it in a while, uh, but I feel like my lawn mowing skills are still superb. Would you take a pair of house scissors and go up and trim? I would, absolutely. Like, well, I'd I'd mow the lawn first, and then I'd come back with a pair of scissors, and I'd be like, all right, let's... let's." Meticulously trim the shit so it's even. I I would bring a a ruler, like a school ruler, and I'd measure each blade of grass and make sure down to the millimeter that it's correct gotta make sure it's right you gotta win that yard of the yard of the month award which was so which was so uh pined after in my neighborhood people take pride in that man like yard of the month like people like like it doesn't mean shit outside your neighborhood other people if they leave something in their yard too they're that same type of people oh yeah same people that have beautiful yards are the same people that are like how come their yard doesn't look pretty and perfect? Or they have like like their garden gnome fell over in the middle of the night, so they like report it. Yeah. And like like not not good. I remember like, dude, like people in the homeowners association and stuff can can be real assholes. Yeah. Like I even remember like growing up, like hearing stories and stuff about like um the homeowners association or like just people that would just I don't know. It, it's the same as like the people that get mad at waiters in restaurants for like the smallest thing it's like that translates into other aspects of their life where they'll want to like report someone's yard for not being like watered enough or like like if they see someone's yard in their neighborhood that hasn't been cut in a while it's like they have to report it and it's like is that really affecting your life to me i can picture them because i know you can picture them for me and i guess for you because it's the same type of person it's just that 
that southern mommy with a pixie cut yeah dude i that's 100 I, I i picture it i, I was about to say mommy type, <laughs> but i just said mommy that's southern, southern mommy, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> southern mommy i know I, I know you didn't mean mommy like mommy but you meant like <laughs> no. like like add an e at the end so yeah. it's like mom e like yeah. a, like momish type yes but it, came, it just came out as southern mommy <laughs> mom southern mommy dude that's what we're gonna call this podcast episode southern mommy dude i love those southern mommies you get a southern mommy speaking that southern mommy language to me when, na- well now that you're saying southern mommy i i see it like a hispanic way like mommy like m-a-m-i mommy. like southern mommy yeah like like, like tita yeah like hey, hey papi like hey, papi, papi and mommy when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Daddy. <laughs> There's something about you just saying, "Hey, Daddy, <laughs> let's let's go, Daddy." Like when you when you say "Daddy" in a non like comedic context, you're like, "Hey, Daddy." <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like I. Yes, yes. Yeah. Daddy has just become like such a. I feel, dude, the Daddy kink is it, like it's so boring now. Is I, it? I, yeah. Is the Dad bod shit over? No, I not think, the Dad bod it... shit. I'm talking about like Daddy kinks where a girls like, oh, Daddy." Like that, that's become such like, like if a girl has like a, like a, like you're like, oh, okay, what kind of kinks do you have? And she's like, I have a daddy kink. It's like, that's, that's boring now. Like what, that, that's. What, what kinks are, are in style, you think? Well, the daddy thing is huge. Like the daddy kink is massive. Oh, so it's still going on. Oh yeah. That's, that's totally going on. Okay. But like. You're saying personally, from your perspective, it's just a very boring I, I think kink it's, to I, have. I think it could be a boring kink because it's like, the, I, I, feel I feel like. like that's been going on for a while. Like that's, he's like. You know, hey daddy, it's the same as big boy. Come on, big boy. I think I think that. Why do you have to? Why does it turn? Why like? Why is that better than just like? Why is it big boy? Why do you have to add that adjective? I guess because you can't be hey boy. It's 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 almost Excuse like I, I feel like I'm a child, and then like someone's calling me big boy to like make me feel better, <laughs> like like more grown up. Oh, you're such a big boy. You get your big erection it's for a big boy. <laughs> Sounds like patronizing. No, my thing about the daddy kink is I think it's like, I feel like the daddy kink is like a kink that like, for for like it's like a boring thing that seems like that's like weird but not too weird. It's, it's a like very it's, universal it's, kink. It's comfortably weird. Yeah. It's not like outside. If you want, if you want a weird kink, dude, you gotta. I could never be into it personally. Where it's like, yeah, daddy, I I could never get into that. Hey man, call me call me daddy anytime. <laughs> yes, 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 daddy likes. That's dude. I haven't said it in a while. I haven't said. I, yes, I just yes, said it. yes, daddy. Yes, 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 daddy lies. Just gonna you cut it to, all out. Remember that rhythm? Yo, I remember the rhythm. Yeah, it wasn't just like yes, 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 daddy lies. People still say it frequently. Good, good on them. Fuck it, you know. Good on them for people who are like old super mega or whatever. You know, uh, but I don't like the people who are doing it because they just recently listened to old videos. Yeah, it's not. They, it's not gonna die. I have accepted that. And you know what was it? One- fine. It's fine. I, I've. It's not horrible anymore it's it, i kind of like don't even notice i, it. I, I kind of just, just grew to li- it's like oh it's just a it's like it's, it's like a normal thing you know how most paper's white and then all of a sudden when you see like colored paper that's interesting it's like whoa it's like yes 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 daddy likes is that white paper you know I, in, a, in an art shop absolutely it's just there and and i i feel like yes yes daddy likes is like a um i feel like it's a um it's like i had a, i had a couple kids yeah and i have one like son that i just you know he's just not very special and but he's my son still so he's like he's there but it's like he's like a stepson he's like like he like he exists he's like the cross between a stepson and a half son i don't really like him half son but he's there he's always gonna be there so it's like that's just you know he's just part of my life you know it was a very uh not fun moment for me when my girlfriend asked me well circle i i don't remember my circumcision so i'm sure it would have been very unfun if i did remember it but um my uh my girlfriend asked me, she said, what's yes, 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 daddy likes? Just one day. She you went, I'll that. show you. And then, uh, oh boy, did I pull up a yes, 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 daddy likes compilation for her? Yeah. I didn't actually. I just, exp- I, I just truthfully explained what yes, 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 daddy likes was. And it was not a fun moment for me. I was like, that's um. You make it sound like you're admitting that you have alcohol abuse problems. Like you sat down and turned on one lamp in the room. Listen, honey. 
There's like a half-eaten apple, like on a napkin. She put it down. There's like, still, <laughs> there's like lipstick fresh on it, but you can see the fresh lipstick and the surrounding apple start to. The surrounding apple is starting to just rot away. That's so specific. Yeah, as like a scene. You're so good at world building, Ryan. Thanks. Like I, I like you should write novels. You should write fantasy novels because of how good you are at world building, dude. I'll I'll write a I'll write a book. If there's two things you're good at, it's world building and then coming up with like names for things that you can't think of, like shirt neck I, I'm, for collar. I'm like Dr. Seuss, except with normal everyday items and not giving them goofy names, but names that would potentially make sense in another universe for someone who didn't come up with the word collar. Dr. Seuss, what was the thing about him? Didn't he? Was he, he in adult cartoons and shit? He did early but in the day. There's other stuff. Didn't did he love? Did he do a lot of psychedelics? Or something probably I feel like I remember reading he did like a lot of like LSD sure, or a something. lot of artists in that time did it you know Bob Ross did shit dude Bob dude Bob Ross I guarantee dude he was he was probably blowing cocaine up some girl's asshole I guarantee it I I love Bob Ross and like I don't understand the uh, malicious attack on his character that I see I understand are there malicious of, attacks like there's Bob Ross there's like people that like do it for funnies and there's people who like sometimes do it as like a joke like haha he's such a funny man haha he, he speak weird and he's weird and happy weird and shit I love Bob Ross man he's great how could you dislike Bob Ross like like what 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 has Bob Ross ever done wrong to the world it's like him and Mr. Rogers could have been stepbrothers they could dude they could have just been like, like brothers they like, could have just been kin they could have been. They could have married each other. Well, I not in the that time. Word. That's such a. I remember that word. Kin. Learning it back in like school and shit. Kin. Yeah. Yeah, they could be like kin. of kin. Of kin. I, yeah, I like that. It's a nice word. Family. No. Kin. This is this is my kin. <laughs> like this you, is my kin. <laughs> you gotta introduce your family like to people. Is that like oh this is this is my kin? <laughs> I like the word kin. So I yeah I'm not gonna use it on a day to day basis or ever. Oh, unless I'm talking like we are now on this podcast, yeah. But I'm not going to actually be like, "This is my kin." You know, kin, kin is but just. You, but next of kin, come on, next that, of that's kin. used a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good kin, kin. Is just one of those words where it's like, it's better than family. Yeah, it's more, it's more uh, personal than family. But it's also know? kind of olden days goofy. It is totally. like you don't want to use it. There's a lot of olden days goofy words, and I can't the, think of any the, good examples. Or right sayings, now. the cat's pajamas. Now that's the cat's pajamas. Dude, I don't fucking, I don't get that saying. Cats don't wear pajamas. That beca- that's the bee's knees? Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that one's fun to say. That is the bee's knees. Which I don't think bees even have knees. You know, at one point, Epic will be that, right? Or how long has Epic been around? Because it went through, it went like there was Epic, and then, then there's Epic. Because they're two different types of Epic. One Completely is true. the it's legitimate like- use of Epic, and then the ironic use of Epic, where it's like making fun of Epic. I guess. No, there's three different uses. And then there's epic. epic. Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah. Well, there's three different uses. There's like epic is in like a period of. There's four different uses of epic. There's epic is in a period of time. Mm hmm. But there's epic is in. The story. A novel. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a long saga. Like an epic. Yeah. And then there's epic is in like. That's epic. But like the type of epic where it's like heroic and an like epic. action. Yeah. Like, like, a, like a gladiator movie could yeah. be epic. And then there's. I mean, there's epic. epic that's like the online like early 2000s like oh dude this flash cartoon is epic yeah and then now there's a fifth one which is like the ironic use of epic which is parodying that was, that was, that was the, birthed from the Newgrounds era era epic yeah exactly epic tunes but it's kind of like the line is blurred now where it's like you say it so much ironically that now i'm just kind of saying it again epic. and everyone's kind of just saying it epic again pokemon like this is this is epic epic donkey Kong. dude i used to say epic so i like if i go back to some of my old facebook statuses i can find the word epic in there epic bowser and I said XD all the time. XD? XD. Like you said it or you would type no, it? No, no, no. I, like, I would type it. I wouldn't actually, I wouldn't say XD. Dude, I was XDing. Oh, dude. I Okay, so I saw an Epic Movie and I was XDing. <laughs> did you ever watch Epic Movie? I did. That movie sucked so bad. At the time, I was like, references I get. Yeah, I so watched it. did it. its job there. I watched it with two girls back when I was in eighth grade. Watched and, it in theaters. And I remember it showed a it showed a naked girl in the movie, and I was wildly uncomfortable because they it was show me. Boobies? Yeah, it was Epic me. Movie they have boobies. Yeah, in the uncensored version, mm-hmm. maybe. In Narnia, in Narnia, in like the Narnia part, like a naked girl walks out of the closet. No. And I remember thinking, like, I was so uncomfortable because I was sitting with two girls, and I was like, shit. They have boobs too. I know. Do their boobs look like that? Do they know that I know that boobs look like that? That's why it was uncomfortable, man. I was like, I was like dabbing sweat off my brow. I mean, like, 
everyone was aware of the boobage in that room. Yeah, that's the thing. That was some epic boobage, you know? (laughs) Epic boobage, man. (laughs) Nice titties. (laughs) Titties, that's a good word, too. (laughs) Look at those jugs. I want to use titties in, like, a serious context. Like, hey, baby, you got such nice titties. (laughs) The thought of... A bunch of grown men foaming at the mouth at a strip club. Just show us your titties! <laughs> Woo! Damn! Let's go to a strip club together, Ryan. Have you ever been to a strip club? Yeah. Have you really? Yes. Remember, I accidentally uh, went into one. Oh. Oh, I've never been to a strip club. How do you accidentally go into a strip club? What do you mean? They promised me the, like five dollar. Oh, and... in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Because like they're like five dollars for like two beers and a shot or something. I'm like fuck yeah. So I go to this bar. That's a great deal. Yeah, it was a great deal. I had like half of the beer. Mm. Then I, you know, the rest. I know the rest of the story. Was, it's on a previous fun. podcast, like yeah. mini back. But go find it. <laughs> Good luck, nah. Fuck it. <laughs> I um <laughs> just making fun of people. Oh, I really want to know what episode that was in. And you're just gonna have to go uh, search through a bunch of them and give us more ad revenue. You know, you push up your glasses, nerd. Four eyes. I don't even Freak. know if they wear glasses. I love wearing glasses, yeah. but like I I always thought like I would never do contacts. If I started losing my vision, it would definitely be glasses. Glasses are great, man. Like I I feel like they're they're just a great. Uh, they add to us to your style, your personal style, and Is that what makes you feel better. Yeah. That your vision is deteriorating? Is that how you cope with it? Well, that's the thing. It's like, I personally like wearing glasses a lot. Yeah. And I think that, you know what? My vision is deteriorating kind of quickly now because these glasses aren't even working that great anymore. I got to get new ones. But it's yeah. like, you know what? But the positive side is I get to wear glasses, which I personally feel very comfortable in. I like, I used to yeah. be very scared wearing my glasses. I used to barely wear them. Now I wear them every day because it's like, I like them. So, so you know, it's, it's like, there, there's a plus with losing your vision. I don't know if I get contact style. You get to wear. I get to add some, some style, some kick-ass glasses. But one of the most important senses to being a functioning human is deteriorating at the age of twenty-two. There's so. a lot of people that are functioning that have lost their sight from birth, have lost it late in life, or can, or you know, there's there's a lot of people who function that are blind, like the guy that clicks at stuff. <laughs> I said, yeah, I've seen that video. He's like, he's walking down the street, and there's like a there's like a trash can, and he's like. It's a trash can. I was listening to his, like, he had, like, a, I think he did a TED Talk, but he did it. Did a, he do it in clicks? He did a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did a, uh, what is it? <laughs> Not the NRA. What is it? <laughs> what? N, N, P, R, N, P, R. He went to go endorse the NRA in his <laughs> TED Talk through clicks. He, uh, he, there was a segment about him on NPR. I listened to a lot of NPR when driving to work. And Dude, NPR is a great station to listen to when driving. It's, it's a, so interesting. Their microphones are like $40,000 a piece and you can tell. And they you talk can hear about like, a bunch of interesting things. It's always interesting, yeah. They, they, they play good music too. Like, I found some good music through NPR. Whoa, Matt. What? Did you just say clinically approved? No. Oh. But yeah, um, uh, I would have to say that... I really want to see a movie soon, and I let's look and see what recent movies are coming out. Are you interested in movies? Sure. Hold on. Did you see? Did you see Black Panther? I did. Yeah. Did you like it? It was all right. It was all right. It was a. It was another Marvel movie. It's uh, like I recognize that it's not an important movie for me. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 It's an important movie for a lot of reasons for other people, and I get that I don't experience that because you know. Yeah, I'm not black. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there's a there's a lot of things where um, I just it's not an important m- milestone for me personally, and I that's not to say it shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm just saying. So I didn't get that aspect. So um, it but you're still able to like you know you uh, recognize that milestone. I could, like, yeah, nice. that's that's why I'm saying like that's you know I recognize the milestone and that's nice or not milestone. I recognize the significance mm-hmm. and that's nice. Um, but overall it was just kind of one of the, it was one of the better Marvel movies. Oh, that's good. You know what I mean? It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't horrible, but at the same time, you know, there, there are Marvel movies that I like better. Yeah. But yeah. there are also Marvel movies that I, that I don't, that I don't like. I don't know. It was just a, it's hard reviewing any Marvel movie. I like, don't I, like I don't Marvel get, movies. I don't get heated about Marvel movies being bad or good because they're always just kind of like. Or a Marvel movie, and this is what Black Panther was, and a lot of people will like it. And I had a fun time in theaters in certain parts. I um, uh, the pacing and just other shit like that, like characters. Um, they had like some fun characters, but not a lot of um in depth 
yeah. uh, character building. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, I I should I should go see it. I maybe of, maybe I like it. I don't know. I I, mean, I well, the thing is, I just don't like Marvel movies. I don't like superhero movies. You know that. So it's like I don't know if I'd like it. I probably well, I can't really. Like, I guess I can't say anything until I see yeah. it. I was possibly gonna go see it last night, and then I uh, did not. Instead, I went to the gym. Nice. You're getting muscle. I'm trying. It's it's so hard, man. Yeah. It's not easy. Muscles just are like I'll look at I'll I'll look at my body and I'll be like, hey, muscles, why don't you come on out and uh, show yourselves? And they'll be like, like, no, we're gonna hide. We're not gonna come out. We're we're not ever gonna show ourselves. And I'm like, come on, guys. I'm li- I'm lifting weights. I'm drinking protein. Please just come on. And they're like, okay, maybe a little bit. But then that's it. But you've got a skin tight suit on, so your muscles do show more than someone who is starting from a place like me. So I do. I I do wear a skin tight suit every day to work. Actually, mm-hmm. it's latex. It looks great. Skin colored. I think it's. What if that's like, you know, because I could wear that. There's nothing like lewd about that. No. Is there? No. Unless it showed the outline of like my my yeah. groin region. Well, it would if it was skin tight. But it's like. You you could wear like a cup or something. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So then it's not like lewd to everyone at work, but like just like a little bump. Technically, but it's not the bump created by your penis. It's the bump created by the by cup. The so cup. it's not inappropriate. Yeah, it's still hiding the shape of your penis. Exactly. I, I honestly like. You could make that your outfit every day—a full skin tight, skin colored suit. You just buy like seven of them, wash them every now and then. Yeah, and it's like it, they're like he wears the same thing every day. It's like no, I don't. I they're I have seven of them, one for each day of the week. Yeah. That would look so weird, like if that just became my look, just like <laughs> get an M for Monday, T for Tuesday. <laughs> you have to make it a TH for Thursday, so people don't get confused. With Tuesday, or if it was just T. Okay, if there's two T's, like I could honestly, like let's say my Tuesday one or my Thursday one's dirty. When Thursday rolls around, you I could kind of oh, just like yeah. rewear the go, Tuesday one and be like, Same I tell Saturday people it's Sunday. Thursday. Exactly. That, dude, I could save money because I could only have five suits instead oh, of two yeah, instead fuck. of seven. True. I'm sure getting like skin tight. My skin color, like, would be kind of expensive, depending on what it's made out of and how skin tight it is. Because when they say skin tight, a skin tight suit's never really skin tight unless yeah. it's like actually like stuck to your skin. And would it actually would it only really be skin tight if it actually like went around the shape of my genitals? Because then that's skin tight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If it went around the shape of your genitals, which we're not gonna do, we're gonna put a cup. There. I'll put a cup there. Yeah, but I would I would like to wear a skin tight suit to work every day. I think that would look good. Do you think it would be comfortable? No, absolutely not. It'd be hot, probably. Breathe. Yeah, your skin wouldn't be able to breathe. I'd probably die. Is it crazy that people can suffocate when they were being, like, tar and feathered? They they would essentially suffocate? Yeah, because your skin can't breathe, and your skin needs to breathe. They also burn not. a shit ton being tar and feathered. Yeah, because it's hot tar. It's molten tar. You're getting tar. Like, that's such a fucked up thing. Mm. I, like, my whole life, I thought it was just like a goofy prank they did to people back then. And then I got older and I realized, like, no, that's like a way to kill a human. Yeah, that was their way of stoning. It's like a humiliation thing, too. Yeah. Because they, like, they're going around clucking like a chicken. Ha ha. That's funny. Their skin is burning off. <laughs> like, that's awful. Like, people got. And in, remember, like, old cartoons, they tar and feather people? Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's, that's, that's goofy. It's like, nope, that's. That's torture. Like you're actually torturing and, and like people have lost family members to tar and that feather. That is crazy how they tar and feathered Goofy in that one Disney cartoon. You're Did right. they do that? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is, is are there like laws against tarring and feathering? Um, th- that would be murder. Yes. Okay. What about like people. cold tar? What if I pour just like some regular like room That's temperature assault. tar? Throwing something on someone that they don't want. Throwing water on someone. Spitting on someone. That's assault. What if I consented to being tarred and feathered for fun? I was like, tar and feather me, Ryan. It's it's a beautiful Sunday and afternoon. the person that's tar and feathering you is going uh, either for murder or No, but I assault. gave consent. Doesn't matter. And I'm not dying from the tar because it's room temperature tar. You get a few people in a room and they're all like, yeah, you can shoot me. And you shoot them. You're still going to jail for murdering those people. I'm not saying it, but I'm not dying from the tarring and feathering. I can go take a shower and wash it off. Can you wash? I feel like tar is one of those things, like, you just can't really wash off. Like, it's, it gets on you. It's like, that's not coming off for a while. No, ask seagulls. Oh, that's true. You got to use, like, dove soap, you know? Yeah. Because they have those dove mammoths. You can ask some mammoths. What what even is tar? (laughs) Sticky hot shit. Go open up the dictionary. Go to tar, and it's sticky hot shit. That's accurate. I mean, that's what it is. Does tar have to be hot to be like liquid? Does it like harden when it's not? Oh yeah, because like they make they make roads out of it. So mm-hmm. I guess so. To tar and feather, it has to be hot tar. Yeah, 
Because they, they want the feathers to stick on the person. Oh, yeah, That's dude. the point of It's got to look feathering. funny. They can't just throw concrete fucking chips at some... Sorry. Um, tar chips at someone that are fully hardened. I hate the smell of tar. That would just be stoning. Stoning yeah. and feathering. This is like liquid stone. They want to tar and feather them, not stone and feather them. Bro, I want to get stoned oh, and feathered. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Who wants to get stoned and feathered, my brother? <laughs> dude, take a hit of that. Damn! Don't actually smoke the tar! <laughs> oh, God! You do smoke tar when you smoke cigarettes. Yes. There's a little bit of tar in there. Yeah. My oh, lungs man. look disgusting, probably. So. Got some tar in those lungs? Probably. Need to take a little, like, toothbrush and... Dude... When you start to quit smoking, apparently you start coughing up a lot more because your lungs are healing and you're coughing up all that tar and gross shit. Well, that's good. Yeah. Just like get, apparently there's actually procedures they can do where they can like clean out the insides of your lungs. Oh, wow. I bet you that's expensive. I bet that's so expensive and I, that's also terrifying. Just the thought of something in my lungs. Ugh. Don't and like you, And you hear the stories of just one weird thing going wrong in a, in a simple procedure. It's well, like, especially with something as like sensitive as your lungs. Yeah. It's like, that's a, uh, ugh. The thought of drowning in your own blood, like someone, because, you know, when you're, when you're hunting, you want to, I've never hunted, but when you're hunting, you want to aim for vitals. So that's lungs and heart of the animal. Yeah. So the thought, the thought of a knife or a bullet or anything piercing my lungs. Dude, that is and, like the most sensitive thought for me. I'm like, and, oh my God. And then you're just like legitimately drowning in your own blood. That that's like if I had a list that's of things so that scary. were the least fun, that would probably be right around the top of the list. Yeah, that and watching the Emoji Movie in theaters, that was awful. And we will not go see the sequel if it comes out. I will see a Medea sequel. I will not support the Emoji Movie shit. You'll see Medea sequel after already seeing the second Medea Halloween movie. Yes, because the thing is, like Medea, it's such a small niche audience. It's not like this big corporations like fucking <laughs> taking everything to the bank. They're not making that much on the movies. I mean, sure, dude, Medea, dude, Medea fucking brings in the wheelbarrow. What I'm saying, money. they're they're not like they're not targeting children to make. A bunch of their money by making dumb movies with a bunch of product placement. Yeah, these are the people who watch Medea movies should be old enough to know that they're being conned if they're being advertised to in a movie, which is something like the Emoji Movie does. Like, whoa, look at this fucking fruit app. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I was seeing if the Emoji Movie had a bigger box office than Medea. Of course it did. did. The Emoji Movie was two hundred seventeen million. And the uh, box office. What was Medea? Uh, I don't know if it's the first or second. It was like seventy-four million, which yeah. is still, you know. I mean, yeah. they're still making a shit ton of money back. Like it's seventy-four. It's, it's like making a cheap horror movie, except Tyler Perry's just making a cheap comedy. You know, comedies and horror movies. It's harder to nail a comedy, but Tyler Perry has that demographic of people who love his movies. He's got that dedicated fan base. He does, yeah. So, um, which is something that most comedy movies did. You know, Will Ferrell used to be a. You know, people used to come in and see him a shit ton back in the day, but now he, you put him in a movie and it could flop easy. Daddy's home too. Hey. I did not see that. Also because I don't really like Mel Gibson. Came out with that movie with Kevin Hart that I actually saw. You saw that? Get Hard? Yeah. Was it good? No, it didn't look good. It was not good. I, I There's have... an actual penis in it too. Whoa, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Surprised. Honestly, like, uh, Will Ferrell has not been in anything I've wanted to see in quite some time. And and I don't think it's it's yeah, not Will Ferrell's fault. But I think that style of comedy isn't as popular. The last good Will Ferrell movie I saw was Anchorman Two. Yeah, which I I Anchorman enjoyed. Anchorman Two, Step Brothers, Talladega Nights. Like he was in a lot of good shit. Kicking and screaming. I think the first time where I was like, okay, when I was young, I enjoyed that movie. Kicking and screaming. But the first movie that he was in, where I was like, oh wow, everything that actors are, even if they're funny, it doesn't work. It, it, it was the campaign. Yeah, I saw that with my family in a in a in a motel room, and it was kind of awkward. I was just kind of like, "Oh wow, this did this was a big miss. This missed a lot." It really wasn't. It had funny moments, but it really like it's so forgettable. Because I actually saw, um, I was looking through movies the other day on like Amazon, and I saw that movie pop up, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot that movie existed." You'd think that you know a movie with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis would be super funny. That's what I thought at the time. You know, in you know, in my head, I just had this thing where you, you put two people who are super funny together, and of course they're going to be funny, because they're just funny. They're funny people. They Those can are ad-lib. both very funny comedians. Yeah. yeah, they can ad-lib well, and then you realize, oh shit, you know. This the new, writing's bad. The writing's bad, or, or just the direction is off and cheap. 
cheap direction is always super noticeable and yeah. it's very just off-putting when you see it. Yeah. I'd like I'd love to see Will Ferrell in like a good comedy role soon cuz it kind of he's kind of in that point in his career I feel where he's just taking like the kind of like B or C grade movies he's, like he's Daddy's Home with man. Mark Wahlberg. He's like, going to have to start doing the old man stuff, which is crazy thinking, right? Will Ferrell. He's going to start have, having to do the Chev, the Chevy Chase stuff. Chevy Chase is old now, so he's going to start becoming that. I feel like Will Ferrell will take some like time like below the radar, more so now, and then really maybe come back when he's older, like when he's like gray hair, Will Ferrell. I mean, think about it. Will Ferrell is, you know, one of our Chevy Chevy Chases because, you know, our parents grew up with Chevy Chase and they loved him and they watched him, you know, in that time period. And, you know, you he his movies even come over into this generation because you love you know, some of his movies. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Summer Vacation are great movies. Yeah. I love both of those. I saw the holiday one for the first time over the holidays. The Christmas one? Yeah, yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was very... Yeah, it was, it's good. It was like, oh, wow. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the ending. The part that I really liked was the uh, the ending with the, I guess, SWAT team. Yeah. It was like a... It was actually really well done. I was like, holy shit. Wow. Fun fact about that movie. Um, they shot that movie in the middle of the summer. So all the snow... Uh, like in the neighborhood was soap that they had to like spray. Really? Yeah. Damn. So they shot the Christmas movie just in the middle of the summer, which is always, I always forget that when they shoot Christmas movies, like most of the time they got to shoot that in like April, May, June. Yeah. For it to release around the holidays. Um, Cause we actually, they were shooting a Christmas movie near uh, our apartment once. And I remember it was like May mm-hmm. and they decorated, I came outside one day and they had decorated the entire street with Christmas decorations. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck? You know, what's going to be weird. What? Thinking about this whole will. Eventually, there will be another Will Ferrell. He's just our age right now because our parents. Oh you know, yeah, they grew that's up true. With Chevy Chase, and then Will Ferrell came along, and Will Ferrell's this big comedy icon that they loved and I loved. But he was also the same age as them. They both started on Saturday Night Live too. Then at some point, there's going to be some thirty-year-old uh, when we're thirty-something that's just going to take it by storm. I, I, there's so I can't wait to see the new comedians and new entertainers and the new ideas that come through each year. That's that's one of the biggest things I. I look forward to during the year, the new actors and the new movies and just new things in general that come about because it's like, I don't know things that will exist, whether that be trends or or products or whatnot. And it's so cool. Like, that's one of the coolest things about being alive, I guess. Yeah. It's like, you get to like, every year you get to watch like, just like, and every year it's packed with just new trends and, and uh, events and yeah. just cool shit. Like it's kind of, it's like watching a movie, you know, yeah. you get to just always see what kind of new shit. The and political climate's different. There's yeah. a lot of conversations going around, like what's political, uh, technological stuff. Music. I like music has become like, I've always loved music, but I think that over the last year, year and a half, like mm-hmm. music has become like one of the most important things in the world to me. Yeah. And like just discovering new music and like just seeing just new music that I like come out has been like, like that is one of my favorite things. I'm for you, it's probably like movies. Like when when like, I see a good movie, it it makes it it makes my day. Yeah, it makes for, my week. Yeah, for like, me, I, just, I can't stop thinking about it. and I feel so good. And like, I get that with music. I I definitely listen to music more as like an entertainment thing, and it's not a passion of mine. Yeah, like it. it I guess it would be for you. It's definitely passion. Now I listen to music at least three to four hours a day. Like, now. are you talking about like passion, as in you just like it that much, or is it more like a passion of you want to create your own type of stuff? Both. I'd love to create music. I just yeah. kind of got to figure out where to start. I mean, Do like, you I, have what genre you'd be interested in dabbling in? Yeah, kind of. I don't really know the name of it, but um, actually, on that topic, give a quick shout out to uh, there was an artist called Temperex who I really, really like. Who I just found out recently is a is a fan of Super Mega, and I've been talking to him. He, real cool guy. Go check out his music. He's actually, I think he's playing a show soon with a, like some festival that has like Migos and Joji and a bunch of people. So yeah. good for you. Um, but he's really cool. You should go check out his music on Spotify. Real cool dude. He's only like 18. Yeah. Makes good music. But yeah, I, I love like just discovering new music. And honestly, like um, I've, I've considered making like a playlist, like a public playlist in the past. Uh, people for, would love that. For people that are interested in what I listen to. And also... Um, something I want to start doing is I want to start like recommending, uh, music on the podcast every week. Uh, so this week it's Temperex. I suggest the song Nice Boys or Sweet Sunday. Both good songs. Go check that out. That's the first week where I'll recommend music. So go check that out, you know, and if you want to recommend anything, feel free, Ryan. Uh, in recommendations this week, it's, it's a podcast episode. Um, it was recorded back in 2015. It features one of our old friends, mm. Daniel Kyer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's more in tune to, 
it's more in honor of like his memory and his passion for music. Yeah. And um, so it's just a really interesting thing to because uh, when I watch Syndigo videos and stuff like that, um, and in, even in my memories, it's it's a sad thought, but um, it just comes with losing someone. Is you kind of forget how they talk in a way. Like yeah, you, you just want to hear their voice. Yeah. And this is definitely a good podcast to just hear him talk about music, and he's super calm and chill, and it's like that's the Daniel talking that I remember not, you know, cause in Syndigo videos and other stuff, it's a very goofy character. Yeah, a lot of the times, um, you, you, you punch up type yeah. of stuff. You punch up your character. Um, that's why I want to go back and listen to the Sindago <clears throat> podcast episodes. Yeah. Um, because I think I came in around episode 14. I think we only had 14 episodes. So you okay, might then I came in around 10 or something. Yeah. I was on four of them. Um, because, uh, before I came along, you know, Ryan and Daniel were just doing Syndigo. Um, and then I kind of entered the picture, uh, you know, I weaseled my way in there Yeah, and, uh, I started joining their podcast episodes and I haven't listened to those in well over a year. Yeah. And I, I think it'd be interesting to go back now, especially cause we have a big podcast and we do it so much to listen to what we used to podcast like and yeah. listen to the first podcast we ever did together the Sindago one. Oh yeah that's the one where we, i called the uh the, where we laughed the hardest we did on that yeah podcast. yeah yeah where crazy. we we called the uh the hooker in yep. vegas and then she used caller id and knew my mom's name <laughs> but if that uh podcast with daniel is something you're interested in if you were a fan of Sindigo, or if you just want to listen to a podcast where they talk about music and it's someone that uh, Matt and I both knew and totally respect his work. He was yeah. super fucking creative and talented with uh, any anything with video, anything from video to music. Everything, to just, yeah. He was he was, he was one of those guys that could like pick something up in like five minutes, and then he was he would master it. He was the most well crafted Swiss Army knife of a man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He was, yeah, you could call him that. He was great. Um, but you know, uh, the podcast is called uh, the Musicians Talk Show. Uh, just look up. The musicians talk show. Put a link uh, in the description. Yeah, you'll definitely put a link in the description. So yeah. just go to the link in the description. Yeah, and um, yeah, I recently found out that uh, that Daniel was a fan of a, a band I really really like, My Bloody Valentine, and yep. I, and that when I found that out, I was like, what? Oh man, that's 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 really cool. It's crazy. I, I recently discovered uh, music. I'm gonna butcher her name, but like someone he used to listen to that I'm starting to like listen to again, just because it's stuff that he'd play in the car as we were headed downtown to Beezers or something like that. <laughs> um, it was uh, Suzanne Sunfor. Suzanne Sinfor, or I don't say it, I think. Okay, but yeah, just uh, she's good. Yeah, what, what's the song I'm thinking of? I, I'm bad with the song name. I always just called it "Roses Poses" because that's what it sounded like. And he'd always kind of get like, "It's not what they say; it's not the name of the song." What is what is it called? <laughs> it's this. Hold on, what the fuck is that? Isn't song? she? Is she Icelandic? Something. She's not. She's not. She's not born and bred American. She ain't like us, bro. She ain't. She ain't from the land of the free, the home of the brave. Let me see. White foxes is the song that I remember most by her. I I remember that too. <clears throat> Rose's poses, dude. Rosie's posies. I don't know what she says. Because isn't isn't it in Ring Around the Rosie a pocket full of posies? Ashes, ashes. They what the fuck them. is a pot? What are posies? What? I don't know. Why are they in your pocket? That doesn't make Get sense. Get these posies out of my pocket. It's fucking posies out of my pocket, bro. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's about all the time we got for this episode of the podcast. Um, and we got one going once, going twice. Oh, two going once, going twice. Over the- <laughs> Man, I don't know how they speak that fast. I went to an auction once in the middle of Walhalla, South Carolina, and it was fucking insane. Those loose-lipped fucks. Those <laughs> fuck those guys, man. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, but uh, you, know, you know, pizza's here by now. Your pizza's definitely. Oh, it's pizza Thursday. Shit, dude. No, it's not. It's Wednesday. Fuck! It's not pizza today. I thought it was Thursday. God damn it. Yeah, wow, that's a disappointment. What's today, you think, It's huh? Wednesday. It's probably... Does that mean it's Chinese food? Orange chicken? Could be. I'm down for some orange chicken and chow mein. I'm really full because I drank one of those protein things that just completely wrecks my stomach all day. Well, the world doesn't revolve around well, that. Well, I'm sorry, Ryan. See you guys. Wait, 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 wait. revolves around the disc. Um, I... <laughs> uh, podcast is... Uh, on YouTube on Friday. Uh, also hits like iTunes and stuff uh, on the weekend, uh, the following weekend. But that's uh, every Friday, a new podcast coming at you. I every single Friday. Love, you know, if you guys just like one podcast and that's fine because it's hard for you guys to keep up with it, but who knows? I honestly, I'm bringing this up and I haven't talked to Matt about it, but I think, I'm sure we've mentioned it before. Maybe we could start doing more than one podcast a week every now and then. Every mm. now and then, not like a not like a thing. It would be like there would always be a podcast on Friday, but sometimes there would be a surprise podcast. Yeah, like Tuesday or something. I'd fucking yeah. I would love that, man. Yeah, I like, like recording the podcast. It's it's the most fun to record. Also, um 
was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, listening to it. Uh, we appreciate everyone who listens. Listening on YouTube does help support us more. Because Especially to those who are uh, balding. Yes. Who would like to use Keeps. Uh, go to Keeps.com slash SuperMega. Don't forget that. Uh, if you would like to check that out, get a month of free product. And, uh, yeah. Um, that's about all for this week. We'll see you guys next week. And uh, shout out to Billy. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.